Hey, what's up, listeners? My name's Tyler, and you're listening to Horror's Home Podcast. Today, I'm going to be discussing my top four favorite Goosebump segments from the live-action series. I say segments rather than episodes, since most stories would consist of two parts. The show's first episode aired on October 27, 1995, with The Haunted Mask, and ran until November 16, 1998, with its final episode, Deep Trouble. There were 72 episodes, adapting 43 of the original 62 Goosebump books written by R.L. Stein. He also wrote other horror literature series, such as Fear Street, Rotten School, Mostly Ghostly, and The Nightmare Room, as well as several other Goosebumps spin-off series. Years after the TV series had ended, two full-length feature films, Goosebumps from 2015 and Goosebumps 2 from 2018, were released. Another cool part of the series is that there are some actors that played on the show at such a young age, such as a young Hayden Christensen, Ryan Gosling, and Catherine Isabel. I read a number of the books when I was little, and one that always stood out to me was Say Cheese and Die. For some reason, that seems to come up in a lot of people's conversation whenever you're talking about Goosebumps. I guess it's just such a fun story. We had several of the episodes on VHS as well. There's said to be a revival series in the works, so it'll be interesting to see what comes of that. I'm going to take a quick musical break before I get into the list for my four favorite segments for Goosebumps. Number four, stay out of the basement. The story follows Margaret and her brother, Casey. Their mom is going out of town and their dad was fired from the university where he studied plants and ever since he's been distant and acting strangely. He tells them time and time again, under no circumstance, should they go downstairs. He's seen eating plant food and when Margaret tries to tell her mom on the phone, she completely disregards it. The dad then takes the phone from Margaret and just stares at her without blinking the entire conversation, telling the mom what she wants to hear. Margaret wakes up in the middle of the night to see her dad with a green ooze seeping out of the cut on his arm and that same ooze covering his head which has been hidden by a hat. The next morning he calls the kids for breakfast which appears to be some kind of green plant mush that he just calls his special recipe. He leaves the room to answer the door and the kids dump it in the garbage. Outside Casey gets attacked by a plant that is coming through the basement window. They're able to get Casey free before their dad comes outside and shames them for looking through the window and completely blames that for him being choked. He installs a lock on the basement door and tells the kids that he's going out. While gone, they discover a bed of worms in his room. He returns home, but Margaret's able to hide under the bed before he leaves again. They break off the lock to the basement door, and downstairs they're attacked by one of the plant creatures, but spray to wound it. They hear a voice coming from one of the closet doors to find their dad, who's tied up. He also has the same ooze on him, growing their suspicion that he's actually a plant. So there's the closet dad, and I'm going to say the hat dad, which the hat dad's been the one who's been very strange so far in the episode. The hat dad comes back home and claims that he's their real dad. The closet dad calls Margaret princess, so she sprays the hat dad, turning him into a pile of like disintegrated plant and clothes on the ground. The episode comes to an end with the family returning inside, but as Margaret stays behind to tie her shoes, outside plants begin shaking and talking to her, saying that they're her father. The episode ends there. Most episodes of Goosebumps are always nostalgic to rewatch, and when I see specific scenes, like in this one, such as the dad trying to make them eat the green ooze, I can recall what it felt like watching that scene when I was little. The story and episode has a body snatcher or double ganger kind of theme to it, which it sparks like paranoia and confusion. 
as you, the viewer, as well as the kids in the show, don't know if they're making the right choice as to who's the real dad, then it ends on a cliffhanger to really leave you wondering. Number three on my list is the werewolf of Fever Swamp. Grady and his family moved to Fever Swamp. His parents are studying animals and how they adapt to new habitats. One example in this situation is deer in a swamp. In the woods, he runs into a hermit that stares at him, but nothing comes of it. Grady meets his neighbor, Will, who tells him the story of the werewolf. Grady wakes up in a sweat that night and is worried that he has a fever. He doesn't, but he goes downstairs. He's pushed down by an animal that turns out to be a German shepherd, which he names Vandal. The boys venture out into the swamp, and later that night, it is apparent that something attacks several animals on the property. The, the parents conclude that the bites are a canine and assume it's Vandal who attacked them. The boys want to prove that there's a werewolf, so they seek out the hermit who catches them spying in his window. As they run away, Grady is caught in a trap net while Will runs away. The hermit stares at Grady, eating meat, and goes outside to howl at the moon. Grady then escapes and makes it back home. It's just his mom who's home at that time while his dad and sister are away into town. The sister returns home and is chased by a monster as Grady is next door looking for Will. As the moon is covered by clouds, the wolf turns back into Will, revealing it's not the hermit that has been uh, terrifying the swamp. Grady is uh, attacked as Vandal arrives and pushes Will into the swamp, making him sink to the bottom. Fast forward to the family reflecting on everything that's happened. The parents check in on Grady sleeping. With the full moon outside, they close his door as a wolf appears out from under the covers. Grady wakes from a dream. He then steps outside to howl at the moon, just as the hermit did before him. In this episode, I love the swamp setting, seeing the snake in the medicine cabinet, and the sound effects of the animals, twigs, and leaves crackling under their feet. Then when he's messing with the TV antenna and hear that static, just all nostalgic. It's all just, I rewatch it and I'm like, wow, this is like just so many memories of watching this episode over and over and being scared of it. The piano music is that campy kind of creepy music playing when we see the sun going down and the deer outside. With all this, it's easy to compare the story to the classic like Wolfman story and the swamp setting and everything especially too. I like how you can typically see inspirations being drawn from known tales or past films like in all R.L. Stein's books or most of them anyway. Number two is The Haunted Mask which is the first two episodes that premiered with the Goosebumps series. It follows Carly Beth who's like a scaredy cat. She's 11 years old, goes to middle school and has these two bullies Steve and Chuck that like to play tricks on her. One is like offering a sandwich that contains a live worm. After school she goes home and finds that her mother has made like this plaster of Carly Beth's head as a symbol of love and her brother scares her just like with his duck costume that their mother also made. So that's just again showing how easily scared she is. Um, at school, at the science fair, like Chuck or Steve announces that his tarantula has escaped and they scare Carly Beth by pinching her leg, making her think that she got bit by it. She flies into like a panic and she's humiliated again in front of like her teachers and classmates. Carly Beth like tells her friend Sabrina that she wants to like get payback on Steve and Chuck by scaring them. So she plots to go to a new shop that's open, which sells like costumes and scary masks. Within the shop, Carly Beth sneaks into a back room and discovers a row of hideously deformed masks. The store owner reluctantly sells her one of the masks and Carly Beth goes home in delight. After successfully scaring Noah with the mask, she dons it again on Halloween evening and manages to scare Chuck and Steve. However, as the night goes on, her voice deepens and her behavior becomes violent. She strangles Sabrina and frightens children she does not know. Carly Beth later discovers that she's unable to remove the mask and realizes like to her throat that the mask has become one with her skin. 
Carly Beth returns to the shop where the shopkeeper tells her that the quote masks in the back room are actually living faces that can only be removed by a symbol of love. But if it attaches itself to her or another person again, the fusion will be permanent. The other masks suddenly come to life and begin to pursue Carly Beth. While running away from the masks, she realizes that the plaster mold her mother made is a symbol of love. So Carly Beth finds the mold and uses it to deter the masks and remove the mask from her own face. She returns home to her mother, tossing the mask away, which Noah later bursts into the room and asks, how do you, I look in your mask wearing it himself? The story was apparently inspired by R.L. Stein's son, who had a hard time getting off a Frankenstein's monster mask. The thought of having something stuck to you, let alone to your face, just triggers like anyone's fear of being trapped or like claustrophobia. The mask itself looks so good, and through the episode you can see like there's like a wetness to it, making it even look more gross. There's also the fun cheesy part with all the like flying masks hovering around and like chasing Carly Beth like in the graveyard. There's an episode of the for um, the Haunted Mask Two, which is really enjoyable with the same theme. There's a movie that came out years later called Clown with a similar concept. So if you like like the story's concept, that'd be a good movie to check out. Number one on my list is Night of the Living Dummy 3. I love all the Living Dummy segments, Night of the Living Dummy 2, 3, and Bride of the Living Dummy, but this one in particular is my favorite. This is the one I watched over and over again as a kid. I don't know why, because I was literally scared of Slappy and not into horror at all at that age. I guess it's because we had a limit of VHS tapes to watch. I like that they used a dummy and then there was also scenes where someone was in a slappy costume to help him move more naturally on screen. He looks different in the show with his red hair and green eyes than he does on the book covers. It's a really creepy look and now I even have a tattoo of him on my arm. I like how there's a similarity to Child's Play and Chucky with uh, Slappy's motives and how he is awakened by a spell. Clearly the name is a homage to Night of the Living Dead. Then Bride of the Living Dummy makes me think of it being a play on uh, Bride of Chucky, but this episode premiered before that movie, so the book also came out before then as well. Possibly it's just a reference to the classic Bride of Frankenstein story. The episode also starred Hayden Christensen, as I mentioned earlier. There were a couple of books that R.L. Stein wrote after Bride in later years. Slappy is also the main antagonist in the recent Goosebumps films, which makes sense as he's a uh, basically the Goosebumps poster boy. I love dummy horror and I find it surprising how few big titles, like big title films, have been successfully made about such. Like Dead Silence is the first one that comes to mind. So if a new series does like come to premiere in the near future, I really hope they can kind of keep the creepiness of Slappy that this show was able to create and definitely like have like, not, it doesn't have to be like gruesome or anything, but like the Goosebumps movies themselves they seem like they were more catered to like children nowadays versus like clearly like someone my age where we're watching that kind of stuff for nostalgia. So hopefully like a new series will just keep the creepy factor, especially if it's anything like, I don't know, the Fear Street series. So those are my uh, four favorite Goosebumps segments. As of now, you can rewatch the series on Netflix. Uh, the Fear Street trilogy, which is a lot more adult aimed material is also on Netflix. Hope you decide to check out a few of the movie suggestions I also made during this episode. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at, at Horrors Home and like the Horrors Home Facebook page. Also, feel free to give me a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts because that really gets, like, it really helps me out so people can discover and listen to my episodes. Well, my name's Tyler, and until next time, thanks again for listening.